So this is Turalura coming at you live. And you're very, very welcome to Tora Laura for a very special live stream episode here on Facebook. I'm here with Christian Dugstad and we've dealt with our tech problems and here we are. And how's it going? What's We're the crack? only half an hour late. I, I think that's quite good. As usual yeah, though. But- yeah, no, it's better than the hour last time. We're gradually yeah. building up. We're doing quite quite well it's, here. It's not too bad. It's not too bad. Um, yeah, <laughs> we're, we're here. We're live. I'm having a pint. It's a pint a of pint. what? A pint of our kind of os os. It's pronounced <laughs> pronounced os. Double a in Norwegian is pronounced o. Folks, send us in some voicemails and pronounce that for Christian. I want to hear how everybody else pronounces that as they see it. We're going to prove him wrong here. We'll post um, a picture at some stage. <laughs> what are you having? Do nice. you have your pint of water to spill well, on the I- gear? <laughs> Yeah, that's the kind of classic, classic Josh move, isn't it? Hang on, let's let's have a look. Let's have a browse in the fridge and see if the lads left anything behind them before they went to yeah, the pub. Yeah, go on. <laughs> so everybody, I am uh, when I'm looking to the side here. That's because I have an extra screen just to pretend I'm a bit of a professional. Um, just completely. Oh, look at that! So don't mind the tech trouble. Um, we are live on all pages. My page. One of my favourite features of this apartment, right behind me here, this table is 100 years old. Yeah. But as you do, it's actually got a built-in bottle opener on, on the leg That's of it. brilliant. I see one thing. <laughs> so you have a 100-year-old table that opens bottles. <laughs> I see one thing that uh, that uh, we managed to, that, to, to slip through the, the cracks here, Josh. It's called... our. Live video is called Christian Duxted's Zoom meeting. <laughs> <laughs> is there a way of changing that? I don't know. I don't. I don't think it gave us an option to change that. Uh, who knows? Who knows? Like I, I, I can try. But anyway, folks. Yeah, Christian, you work away on that for a minute, and I'll address the audience. I'll address the elephant in the room here. The 18 people who are currently watching on the Tora Laura page. God only knows how many are watching on our other pages. Or actually, I think I think they amalgamate. I think they do a bit of... And they tell us the total. But yeah, you're very welcome, folks. And we're going to have a bit of a chat here about drinking songs today. There's going to be many, many, many nights or episodes where we do this. Because as we all know, there are many, many, many songs about drinking. There certainly are. Am I wrong or no, am I right? you're right. And I can't fix it. So the trouble, like the the damage is done. <laughs> the damage is done. But we're here anyway. We're here. At least we're here. Folks, we want your drinking stories and we're going to share them. So the more we get early in the stream, the better it is. We can feckin' read out some stories, give us some material to work with here. Your favourite drinking songs. Top three. <laughs> I know I have a few people out there who are definitely going to answer us. Kelly's out there. We want your top three drinking songs Kelly Paddy's there who else Joe O'Neill give us give us a bit of material to work with like I said what are your top three My Christian let's start oh, off on the right foot here oh, oh, oh. 
Um, this is like it's very it's yeah, hard, it's to, very say hard to say. You're working I ha- in your head here yeah. now, and you're trying to think of what songs consider drinking and which songs don't, and you're trying to label them. This is give them a bit yeah, of an order. This is definitely this is definitely something I wanted to talk about. What like what constitutes a drinking song? What is a drinking song? Is it a song about a drink? Is it songs about people drinking? Is it songs that inspire drinking? <laughs> or is it songs that work best if the audience has been drinking or are drunk? Yeah. So the, you, have, yeah. you have so many uh, different ways of of looking at it so I, f- I find it very hard and so many songs like like the lovely um the lovely uh molly lovely molly that you uh, keg of brandy keg of brandy I, I, that you played just yeah. before we we rolled the intro music is that a drinking mm-hmm. song since he's he 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 sings about drinking but it's he does it's hard to say like you're right i'm always drunk songs i'm seldom sober <laughs> And then lay my head to a keg of brandy. It is my dandy, I do declare. Like, it's 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 very drinking heavy, but it's not about yeah. drinking. It's it's about Molly. True, true. Like, where does the... Where do you draw the line? Is the line in songs about physically drinking? Is it about songs that mention drink? Like, we're getting, we're getting a good few lists in here now from Fergus and Kelly and a few others. We're getting our top threes. But a lot of these songs, like, are they songs... I suppose any song that involves drink or inspires drink is going to be considered a drinking song. If you go onto Spotify or YouTube and you type in Irish drinking songs, you're going to get all the usual culprits, mm-hmm. you know. I was I was listening to um a playlist um when I should have been doing tech prep, obviously. <laughs> but I was listening to a playlist uh, <laughs> called Irish drinking songs and they they were all the usual suspects there, the Rocky Road to Dublin um uh, Lanigan's Ball, uh, Finnegan's Wake, um, mm-hmm. Whisk in the Jar three or four times, uh, d- different versions of that, uh, the Rare Old Mountain Dew, like all... Skiddly Idle Yeah, Dom. yeah all, of, all of those songs, all the songs. Where did, where did this notion originate? Like, where did the idea of drinking songs, like, I'm going to go as far as to say that it, it's probably coming from somewhere near where I'm sitting right now. It's coming from somewhere in the vicinity of Ireland. But that being said, the Vikings drank and sang. <laughs> the Celts drank and sang. Everyone drank and sang. So I'd love to know where it all came from, you know. I'm I'm just going into Wikipedia here and I'm reading <laughs> our, our old, old friend. friend. A drinking song is a song sung while drinking alcohol. Most drinking songs are folk <laughs> songs or... <laughs> Uh, let's see... The first record of a drinking song dates to the 11th century and derives from the Carmina Burana. I love it. A 13th century historical collection of poems, educational songs, love sonnets and entertainment or drinking songs. Carmina Burana, folks, if you do not know, is also a piece composed by a man called Carl Orff which featured as the main music of the movie The Omen. Ooh, so that's a good sign. Jesus. <laughs> But yeah, so according to to Wiki, um, it's it's sung sung while drinking, but I guess that that doesn't necessarily rule out songs 
about drinking as well like i do i guess people <laughs> that are drinking are, are often concerned with the fact that they're drinking and they're true that's that's something they're thinking about so and how many of these fucking songs are also or how many of these would have started life as a form of viral advertising in the old days like we talked <laughs> about in episode two johnny jump up yeah johnny jump down <laughs> poor old but johnny josh before we before we get completely stuck in should we maybe do a little bit of housekeeping absolutely so first of all as always, we are going to uh, tell you that you can like us on Facebook, Turalura Podcast, on Instagram, Turalura Podcast, and you can, if you are so inclined, go into Apple Podcast and you can write us a review. Those lovely sweet reviews—they are the thing that keeps us going. Absolutely, folks. you want to put a glim, you want to put a gleam in Christian's eye. Write us a nice little review. Blink, blink. Those emails make him make him blush. You know he's got stars in his eyes. And uh, you can, as always, contact us. You can send us a message on Facebook. You can send us. You can slide into our DM. That's what what all the rappers are calling it, isn't it? He's she she slid into my DM. Yeah, it makes it sound a little bit uh, strange, but yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a bit pervy, isn't I it? I guess it is. Slide into yeah. the old the oldums. Yeah. But but you certainly can. You can you can send us a direct message on the Instagram, or you can send us. And we also have. Yeah, go on, <laughs> go on. We also have an email address. Absolutely. What's the email address, it's Christian? Tura Lura Podcast at gmail dot com, and that is. How many O's, two O's in, Tura? in Tura and two O's in Lura? And how many in Lura? <laughs> well, hey, yes. Send us an email, folks. If you come from the late nineties like ourselves, send us an email because that is the way to go. And s- how are we all doing out there? <laughs> we have a few lists, Christian. Will I read out a few of the lists while we're here? Um, I think you should save them a little bit, and then since we're talking about communications, uh, we could uh, read a few messages and and stuff that we have gotten. How do you feel about that? Absolutely. Let's do it. Let's, Let's do, do it. it. We've been getting some nice little messages to the Facebook and to the Instagram and even to the email. So, and I know in our sick note episode, we also asked for voicemails and stories and anything we can come up with. So. Christian has a few on the go there, I think. What are we dealing with, Christian? Uh, I'm working. And folks, don't forget to send more in. We want your stories based on any of our episodes. Anything relating to anything we've been doing. Funny stories, songs. Send us some Send us some voice notes. Send us some feckin'. We'll, we'll have a bit of crack together. We'll do our best anyway. Let's see. So, God knows we need it. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay so uh, uh, let's see a couple of weeks ago we got a lovely uh, message from uh, Fergus Michael Patrick uh, and he wrote to us on and this this was just let's see just uh, in the end of April or beginning of May uh, but he wrote wrote us a message that we has slipped through our um, the the cracks there. We we haven't actually answered him, and we are very sorry, Fergus. Uh, but he's writing absolutely loving the podcast. Thank you very much. Uh, so well informed and researched. I'm 
I'm blushing already. The vibe is relaxed. Okay, thank you. And uh, but he had a good point here. Would love to hear you perform the discussed songs uh, at the end of each individual podcast, as I feel that would add a lot mm-hmm. to the podcast. Uh, and so would we A lot Fergus. of the time Fergus We would love to do it ourselves yeah. So would we Fergus um, Christian's gone What? Are you there? Am I gone? Sorry you disappeared for a second I'm, back, I'm very back. sorry I, I apologise for disappearing it. But yeah So would we Fergus We would love to <laughs> We would love to uh, Play the songs uh, The thing is that um, We we can't always do it Uh Sometimes we're just um, very unprepared and in a rush, uh, as we are to procrastinators. <laughs> so we don't actually get around to doing it. But we we will make a point of doing that in the future. Uh, however, uh, there are a lot of songs that we are talking about, or will be a lot of songs that we will be talking about that are still uh, under copyright. They're still protected, uh, mm-hmm. and international copyright law uh, is that uh, if it's less than 70 years since the author composer uh, passed away the song is still protected and that means that we would have to actually obtain uh, a license to to do it. and we know that many many people uh, do this every single day and and wouldn't have any problem doing it but we are uh we are we're in the early yeah, days we're early days and we're we're making a huge point of of being very uh strict about the rules since this is a podcast about folk songs and there is nothing we want more than to make sure that the people that wrote those songs actually get the remuneration the cash that they so well 100%. deserve. And one of the beauties of talking about these folk songs, like one of the best things about it is that a lot of these are in the public domain and a lot of the older ones will be and we will be able to perform more of them off of the back of that. For example, we had the Finns performing some brilliant sea shanties which are old, old, old songs about the sea that mention the sea and things like that. So we will we will be having more music in the future. We're gradually working our way towards yeah. it. Absolutely, and I can. And we thank you all for being interested and listening to us talking about these songs, regardless of the fact that sometimes we don't actually get the chance to play them. But bear in mind, folks, that we always, always add links in the show notes to our favorite versions of these songs. So if you ever want to hear them or you're curious about them, click on the link. We usually, I think we usually send in a YouTube or a Spotify link. Am I right, Christian? Yes, we we always do. We always find a few a few different um, a few different notable versions, and we stick them in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Kelly has asked for a drinking game for the duration of the oh. live. Everyone has to drink every time someone makes Christian blush. <laughs> is is that the actual suggestion, or is that you, Josh? Yeah, no, Kelly said that. <laughs> uh, you'll get drunk, so. <laughs> There he is. He's blushing, Kelly. Oh, my God. Here we go. Do I have to drink then? Paddy said, I think so. I think she said everyone. No, <laughs> Paddy said, the Sea Shanty podcast with the Finns was brilliant. We were delighted to get the Finns. 
I spent many years in Dublin playing music with the Finns and around the Finns, and it's a pleasure to have them on the show. Not to, um, not to um, get you all to sign off, but I think the Finns are live tonight, actually. Shh, don't <laughs> tell them, don't tell them. <laughs> you can sorry. have the Finns on one screen. I don't know when they're starting or if they've already started, but you can have the Finns on one screen and you can watch us on the other. <laughs> There's actually quite a lot of musicians live at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> uh we chose the best timing but sure it is friday night friday night (laughs) it's friday night did you bring your coat (laughs) (laughs) so uh okay christian to go back to my original question i want your top three still i I thought we were doing all of the um, all of the correspondence first Um, top three drinking songs this is going to change throughout the episode but Okay, so let's let's break it down. Let's make it easier. Let's go top three songs that mention drink. Jesus, as a first as a first challenge. Oh, that's that's even harder. Like, I I think, I think Kega Brandy, the song that you played earlier, is on okay. my top three songs that mention drink. Um, but then it's like going through all the lyrics in my head like most Irish songs mention drink at some stage like <laughs> at least yeah, once even even if it's like uh, in the 37th verse of an Andy Irvine song about uh, the white hair the Craig and white hair it's something about uh, the the golden sun was like a glass of whiskey or like there's always they're sneaking in something and and um, a lot of them have like nods to thing like the wind that shakes the barley obviously has that like you think mm-hmm. of of whiskey and and pints sure why was the barley being grown yeah, in the first place exactly so so that's that's really really hard christian is a very uh, knowledgeable person about how these drinks are made <laughs> as well as how they are drank and consumed and enjoyed so we might get him to give us a run through of a little bit of drink science in a few but minutes, but okay let reckon. let yeah f- for sure but <laughs> I said I said Kega Brandy is one of my favorite songs that contains uh, drink. What about yourself? He's gone. I'm Hello. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> can you hear me? All by myself. Can you not hear me? I can. What? Kega Brandy. I can. Okay. We're here. We're yeah. here. Grand. We can hear you. What about yourself, Josh? <laughs> Myself. See, now I asked for a top three, and you only gave me one. So, give me one. So, <laughs> no, Kega Brandy. Kega Brandy is definitely in my top three as well. It's one of my favorite songs, and I actually heard it first from someone up in the north of Ireland. Interestingly enough, it would have originally uh, come from Robbie O'Connell, like I said. But uh, as we all know, it mentions County Clare, so it's <laughs> it's automatically in the top five at least in my books. But gorgeous melody, gorgeous song, and there's some brilliant versions of it. Uh, Karen Casey has a lovely version of it. Oh yeah. Robbie yeah. O'Connell has a lovely version of it. Even the High Kings do a great version of it, and they're all so different. And I love that. Yeah. About it. I first heard it from from you, Josh. Yeah. Really? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> on my apologies s- somewhere in I believe in the square in the town square of Tunsberg a summer 
Tons the summer of, of 20... Many, many moons ago. The summer of 2018 or 2019 or something. It's it's not that long ago. The but afternoon that the mayor of the city came and told us that we were ruining the vibe. <laughs> <laughs> no. She wasn't the mayor. No, the... She was an interesting character. I th- but I, th- I think it was the... Um, I think it was... Yeah, well, that was probably the same time. But the time that that woman got us to carry like 45 tables and like oh yeah move them all down from the square into a big pile and then she bought us pints after we might need you to repeat that Christian <laughs> it's it's not a, I, is my internet that bad Um, you just disappear every now and then that's, for a couple that's of That's strange. Seconds. But we missed that entire story. Hmm. Is these Norwegians is and this their better? Wifi. The Finns did a quick something at seven, but they're done now. Oh, okay. Hello, Christian. What's the crack? Can you hear me? Okay, good. I I swapped one Wi-Fi for the other. Hopefully this is more stable. <sighs> See this? This is the, the modern world, folks. This man over in Oslo has two sets of Wi-Fi. Well, it's a, it's a five... It's a, it's a 2.4 gigahertz and a five gigahertz <laughs> from the same router. And usually when I'm at home in Clare, I hardly have one Wi-Fi to rub together. <laughs> Oh, it is what it is. Anyway, it certainly yeah, is. Let's let's get back on track, Josh. Um, yeah. So you were you were talking about the woman with the benches over in Oslo, and we were. I was. She did buy us drink when we helped her carry. Yeah, the, that that uh, was the end of the story. It wasn't much of a story, to be honest. Oh, the, okay. it, it, where did where did that come from? No, <laughs> that's the time you taught me or or played me uh, keg of brandy the first time. Oh, that was that. That nice. day or the day before. But it's a beautiful song. Beautiful song. I actually, f- I first heard it when I was here in the town where I am currently residing at the moment for for this month. I first heard that song in Trevor County Down. Amazing. Great song. Hmm? Great song. <laughs> Folks, go and look that up. Like I said, we will be doing episodes. We're not going to do massive specifications about songs in this. We're just going to have a bit of fun with you and talk about the origins of drinking songs and all of the things that surround that and have a bit of crack with it <laughs> I'm just re- so keep him up Sean O'Loughlin said Johnny Jump Up is one of his favourite f- drinking songs <sighs> it's a great song are you on your own Facebook page or on the Tour Lure page I just switched from Tour Lure to my music okay, page very good so I don't mind Kieran Coleman is out there hi Kieran. Catherine Bryant Jim O'Loughlin the O'Loughlins, uh, Jim and Sean O'Loughlin have their own podcast over in the States and it's called You're Not Listening, a music podcast. And I did an interview with them a couple of weeks ago on that. A good while ago at this stage, actually. Thanks for having me, guys. And thanks, Emil, for tuning in. I, it was a pleasure to I would highly recommend that to episode to, to anyone that would like to learn more about Irish music, I guess, and, and the music scene 
maybe specifically like the differences between the music scenes in in Dublin and in rural Ireland like how how yeah, they differ absolutely. it's a great show um a great great episode for that great interview i have to admit uh O'Loughlin and O'Loughlin that i i haven't listened to any <laughs> other episodes but i certainly will uh, cuz uh that was that was a very interesting conversation they've got a few they've got a few good ones since they they had a very very well known percussionist if I'm not mistaken recently who, who was the percussionist Sean um, trying to think of who it was I think he played in um, I think he played in Billy Joel's band if I'm not mistaken but he was, it was a really interesting conversation that's amazing for that's sure. amazing but uh, we're we're taking ages here to finish the housekeeping part. Uh, we have a voicemail. Our very first voicemail, Josh. Am I correct? Really? Oh, we 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 actually most certainly do. We got uh, we asked for some voice messages and some stories surrounding best excuses for not going to work and all things surrounding that. And uh, we got a message from Kelly over at the Toledo Irish American Club, and we were delighted to see it and. I think we decided we were going to give everyone else the chance to listen to Kelly's story as well as well as ourselves. Rather than just tell the story ourselves, we're going to feature you, Kelly. So if you're out there, thanks a million for writing to us. And here is Kelly's story. You're going to see my desktop now, folks. Just bear in mind that it's very messy. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing quite a lot of assignments. There we go. Ticket to ride. Yeah. Hey, Josh and Christian. This is Kelly, longtime listener, first time caller. Um, listened to episode nine, the sick note, and heard you guys were looking for uh, personal sick note stories. So, this isn't so much a story as it is one of the best pieces of advice I've ever received in regards to calling off work. Um, it is proven to be gender neutral, it can be used for any job. And I would recommend all your listeners to try it at least once in their life. So years ago, I was working a job and I wanted to call off. And it was just one of those days. And one of my buddies said to me, he's like, all right, I'll tell you what, listen, this is what you do. You call your employer and you just simply tell them, look, I can't come in today. I'm shitting soup. Shuts them up every time they don't know what to say. And by God, was he right. On a separate note, um, you know, one not to necessarily divulge um, on the podcast, but I'm driving. That's why I'm doing another audio message. I, I wanted to, well, I, I really enjoyed this episode or episode nine, particularly um, when Christian uh, pointed out the fact that um, Irish Americans would have a different feel and take on, um, I guess, Irish American history, you know, that, that, you know, your grandparents or your parents might have come from Ireland and, you know, they're melancholic and they miss it. And, you know, so it, it, it lends a different experience than somebody having been born, you know, just native to the country and never experienced it. So I, I think you're aware or picked up, I don't know, because, um, I, I run the Toledo Irish American Club. Um, I've, I've shared some of your stuff on that page as well. Um, but, you know, 
when you guys were talking about that and then um, Josh went into the fact that, you know, it, in large part, that's why clubs were born. And what I'm even starting to see in my experience, so just to give you a little bit of history, um, which I think you're aware of Toledo is based in Ohio, but the Toledo Irish American Club, um, originally the nonprofit got established back in, I believe, 94. Um, I didn't get involved until the like 2004, and then it went dormant in 2008, and then I resurrected it in 2017. But what I'm finding is, you know, and what I love about your guys' podcast is, you know, history does matter. And so when when Irish immigrants first came over here, a lot of clubs were started to, to you know, provide a source of community. And, you know, now I've even witnessed um, in my experience with the Irish club, um, there, there seems to be like less and less interest in a way because you're getting that further away from generations having come directly um, from Ireland. And so, you know, I feel like it's really important for the sake of heritage, though, to keep the traditions alive. It is important to keep the traditions alive, Kelly. And it, it gets me back on topic about the drinking as well. Like we mentioned in the episode about, um, whatchamacallit, about the signal that these Irish American clubs or even Irish clubs in England, these all popped up because of a nostalgia and a longing for home and a pining for what they can't find. Even if they go home, they've established these own their own worlds and they build it around themselves. That's where a lot of the stigma around drinking was first created as well I think in terms of Irish people particularly in the UK I don't know I don't know how much of a stigma around drinking there is in Irish American clubs maybe you can shed some light on that Kelly I'm not really completely aware of anything to do with that but there's this stigma and it came from I think drowning your sorrows and longing for home like I said just getting together and you're only your only kind of solace and reasoning for being social or not being at home alone in a room overworking on the building sites in London was to come to these Irish bars and meet people and drink. It, they were also forced by their bosses to drink in a way because the Irish bars were the only places that would cash the checks. You'll hear this in the episode I said it before. And if an Irishman wanted to cash his check at the end of the day, he would have to hand it in at 6pm and the barman would not give him the money until the end of the night. So he would lose a lot of his money by the time the night is over through drinking. But, yeah, I'd be interested to know, Kelly, what kind of uh, culture exists or existed over the years in Irish-American clubs compared to Irish clubs in the UK in terms of that kind of stuff. So if you want to write into us at any point and give us some insight into that, I'd be very interested to know. Absolutely, yeah. What do you think, Chris? You should uh, stop sharing screen, Josh. Just <laughs> First of all, yeah, I Sorry, I got carried away with my ramblings there. Kieran Finn is out there. Hi, Kieran. How are you getting on? Christian, I see a guitar. You certainly do, yeah. Uh, do you want me to... Is she, is she mad for road? That guitar is mad for road. 
She's crying out to be played. Nice and in tune. Any any suggestions? I suppose it has to be a drinking song anyway. Let's ask the peoples. Peoples out there. Sorry, I'm looking over here. This is where I've got my monitor going on. What songs would you like to hear, folks? Anything from the Beatles to the Rolling no. Stones? No, I'm only joking. <laughs> Folk songs, drinking songs. Hmm, I'm thinking hard here. What? What's? Well, you've got plenty. You've actually got more songs about drink than I have. When I think about it. Why don't you give us Johnny Jump Up? I guess I could. The old classic, forgetting to put the capo on. <laughs> On you, girl, yeah. I'll tell you a story that happened to me one day as I went down to Cork with the sea. The day it was hot and the day it was warm and a quiet point it would do me no harm. I went in and called for a bottle of stout Well, the barman, I'm sorry, all beer is sold out Try paddy or whiskey, ten years on the wood Well, I said I'll try cider, I heard it was good Oh, never, oh, never, oh, never again If I live to be a hundred or a hundred and ten I fell to the ground and I couldn't get up After drinking a quart of the Johnny Jump Up After downing the third, I went out in the yard where I bumped into Brody, the big civic guard. Come here to me, boy, don't you know I'm the law? Well, I up with me fist and I shattered his jaw. Jesus. He fell to the ground with his knees doubled up. Well, it wasn't me, hit him, it was Johnny Jump Up. The next thing I remember down in Cork by the sea is a cripple on crushes and says he to me Oh never, oh never, oh never again If I live to be a hundred or a hundred and ten I fell to the ground and I couldn't get up After drinking the third of the Johnny Jump Up where I'd, I'd really love a banjo solo but it's a little bit hard to do over zoom it is I could pick it up but it wouldn't be pretty 
was about twelve o'clock and the bear it was high and the corpse he sits up and he says with a sigh I can't get to heaven they won't let me up till I bring them a quart of the Johnny Jump Up so if ever you go down to Cork by the sea stay out of the alehouse and take it from me if you want to stay sane don't you dare take a sup of that devil drink cider called Johnny Jump Up if you want to stay sane don't you dare take a sup of the devil drink cider called Johnny Jump Up oh never oh never oh never again if I live to be a hundred or a hundred and ten I fell to the ground and I couldn't get up after drinking a quart of the Johnny Jump Up. Oh, never, oh, never, oh, never again if I live to be a hundred or a hundred and ten. Fell to the ground and I couldn't get up after drinking the quart of the Johnny Jump Up. Woohoo! Never, never, oh, never again. And I've been saying that a lot lately. Have you? How often do you say that? Christian? Never, oh, never, oh, never again. I say that pretty much every time, uh, like a small lockdown interval ends. Yeah, I can imagine. John Harty is out there. Thanks for listening, John. Great to have you here with us. And thank you, Christian, for giving us that rendition of Johnny Jump Up. Up Gork. Up Bigara. <laughs> if you want to hear more on that song, folks, it is in our, what's the word, library of podcast episodes. If you want to check it out on Spotify, Apple Music, all of those. I was going to say Dozer, but I don't think that exists anymore. Dozer. No. Dozer was an old one. Years and years ago. Google, go, Google Podcasts, uh, Amazon Music, Apple Music, Stitcher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all of the things you mentioned. We, we, obviously we, plug Spotify an awful lot and and Apple Music as well because they're they're the two of the biggest and they're really handy Mm -hmm. the bones of the operation (laughs) absolutely absolutely Sláinte Sláinte nice one yeah so that's a that's a cider song there aren't too many cider songs no I think we discussed that in the episodes if or we might mm-hmm. not, or we might have edited it out. But no, I I can't really think of any others off the top of my head. We're mad for uh for finding um a mead song as well. Yeah, actually, send out the feelers, guys. We want any songs that mention or are about mead because we have notions in our heads about a mead special absolutely Uh, I got a message from a friend of mine um, a friend that I've played uh, in in the pipe band with uh, Jonas and he said that he'd he'd be happy to come on uh, if it was or give us any info regarding brewing mead because he does that very actively uh, and he'd be happy to you had my interest (laughs) now you have my attention (laughs) he'd be happy to talk about that but he had no no good ideas for mead songs off the top of his head either so we'll have to maybe we need to write one we could potentially do that (laughs) as a special like if if we should we just set a date right now if if by if by the um, 
the first um, of November 2021 if we haven't found a good mead song or actually by the next time we meet Josh the next time yeah. we meet okay. physically in the flesh if we haven't gotten mm-hmm. a good idea for Mead's Mead song by then <laughs> Christian's jinxing it now we'll be we'll be meeting up next week <laughs> we'll just have to sit no, down we're not I wish we were but no yeah but uh if if we see that happening I suggest that when we have a trip planned me going over mm-hmm. there or you coming over here if we haven't found yeah. a mead song by that time when the tickets are bought we'll put we'll put our heads together and we'll write a mead song we'll upload it as um uh, or can I take this a step yeah, further? Why don't we write a mead song live? Yes, yes. We'll write a mead song live. The just And you can all help us. <laughs> just before the next time we meet and then when I don't know if anyone's been watching Blind Boy Boat Club or any of his streams, but he improvises all of his songs on the spot <laughs> while playing video games. And it's some of the, the most funniest and most brilliant stuff I've ever seen in my life. It's just like a, it's a 100% improvised in the moment video game opera that never ends. That's how he describes it. That's insane. But I really enjoy it. But it's a really nice, uh, it's, what's the word, framework or a really nice uh, template that you could use, like writing online and getting everyone that's watching and all of these lovely people to help. Absolutely. Us Bearing that in mind, folks, there's a few of you out there watching and listening, and we'd love to get you involved a little bit more in this live as well. And if anyone feels that they have a good enough reason to come on here and join us on Zoom and have a chat, we'd love to get you on. So send us a message or a comment underneath, and we will send you a Zoom link if we feel that you have something to say. <laughs> the bar isn't set that high, really. If if you yeah. someone's gonna come on and go, ah, it's a bunch of losers. <laughs> Someone's going to come on from from the other side of the world at seven, seven or eight in the morning, having had four or five pints. Yeah. Yeah. Um, can I, uh, can I, um, can I tell you a secret, Josh? It's not a secret if you share it. With I the know. World. It's not Go really ahead. a secret because you know, already know. <laughs> but under, you, you can all, you can only uh, see me from, from, here up but underneath I am wearing a a hilt today (laughs) no no and I had a bit of a let me tell you short story from the real life of uh, Christian in Norway (laughs) I had a bit of an existential crisis uh, earlier Um, Uh just around 8 o'clock Norwegian time today I had a bit of an existential crisis because I thought <sighs> I kind of want to wear a kilt today. I, d- I just I kind of w- just want to put it on since we're talking about drinking songs and that puts me in, in that in that f- frame of mind uh, and I'm I'm sort of imagining all of the greatest nights out I've had um, and I'm thinking and did they all involve oh, wearing a kilt? absolutely not. Because I've never wore a kilt with you. Uh, but the last real night out on uh, in in the town 
that I had uh, last year because the pubs were open for a while in the summer uh, and mm-hmm. and through fall but but the last real night out I had I I was kilted I I came straight from a pipe band practice with Nikolai and we went to the Dubliner and they I think they closed at midnight but we were <laughs> you're gonna have to do a twirl here yeah, and give everyone but a we were falling because... out of the bar so I thought okay should I put it on because I kind of want to or I really want to or will it just be stupid will will everyone think I'm stupid and then I was Jesus fuck it I can I can give enough of an explanation um, that I can sort of defend it and I mean it's not called Irish drinking songs it's just called drinking songs and there are plenty of Scottish ones so so I I, I followed my theatrical self my I, I I followed my heart and I put it on do you want to see? I, I think we're going to have to see now after all that talk, you're getting Kelly excited there. She said some of her greatest nights involved men in kilts. <laughs> Ooh, lovely. You look like all the girls that were in my class in secondary school. <laughs> oh, I just had they to. used to wear something similar to that. I just had to. I just had to. You can, you can curtsy <laughs> when you meet people of royalty. I suppose I can. It would be a little bit strange, but I, but I could. I could potentially. <laughs> Right. So on that note, Scottish drinking songs. Scottish song. drinking songs. Um, <clears throat> well, again, there are there are a great many drinking songs uh, or songs that mention drinking. But if we follow the Wikipedia, the Wikipedia um, definition of a drinking song, it's it's just a song that can be played while drinking one of the mm-hmm. the so any song ever <laughs> well songs that work especially well i'm not going to play it but um uh have you ever heard uh uh the barnyards of delgati for example i've heard yeah. of it lin i've heard it from lin, you let's see Linnaddy to Rinnaddy, Linnaddy to Rinny, Linton Lauren, 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 the barnyard to Delgatti. It's sort of that style. It's Who's Lauren? Jesus, I don't know. I think they're <laughs> just phoneticals. And then, like, it's it's in the same style as, uh, uh, for example, Tell Me Ma. And, like, mm-hmm. I, I think there's something about that. Like that super because we've talked about really sad songs now, and Johnny Jump Up is a it's a great song, but it is a minor key song, and it's a bit like it's mm-hmm. it's a bit. You want a few to give people a bit of a lift, and it's going to get them yeah, going. Exactly. Hey, hoo, I, I, hoo, I guess that's why uh, songs like Whiskey in the Jar and Tim Finnegan's mm-hmm. Wake and uh, Seven Drunken Nights and like all the songs that have a bit of humor, a bit of lift, a bit of pulse, a bit of pound and drive to them those are the songs yeah. that really like that really work in sort of drinking setting mm-hmm. does that make sense to get it going in a good to get the party going in a good way like we actually mentioned it as well i think in that episode about johnny jump up we kind of established that the alcohol the drink oh look at that the alcohol is kind of accentuating and building upon whatever mood you were in at the time when you have it so if you start drinking and you're depressed you're gonna 
be hearing depressing songs but that's probably why the lifting pounding jump up and down roaring at your friends kind of folk songs are the ones that people prefer when drinking because it's going to get everybody going it's going to keep them in a good mood it's going to lift the spirits of the room like if if i'm out with my friends in the likes of temple bar and we're having a few pints you don't want to hear oh i had a pint and then me dog died (laughs) (laughs) because then everybody on the gin is going to start crying and walk out of the bar but um yeah that's probably why all of these lift and thumping bands like the Finns and Stephen Walsh and Milo and all, all of these great musicians are employed to play in places like Temple Bar because they're really good at keeping the spirits Absolutely. High. And on that note, I I just want to, um, since you were asking about Scottish uh, songs and uh, in, in reference to the kilt, I was just thinking of this thing I saw on, <laughs> was it TikTok? This Scottish girl that plays, that plays the... Um, the Drunk Scotsman, which is a fantastically humorous, just hilarious song. Well, a Scotsman clad in kilt left the bar one evening fair. And one could tell by how he walked, he'd drunk more than his share. He fumbled round until he could no longer keep his feet. And he stumbled off into the grass to sleep beside the street. And it goes on and on. <laughs> I would definitely recommend looking up that song that's a great song because i was thinking of um johnny wears your trousers but i don't know if that has any drinking involved you're gonna have to enlighten me because i haven't heard of that really johnny yeah. wears your trousers <laughs> johnny wears your trousers are you sure that wasn't a dream that you had oh i'm completely not a folks <laughs> <laughs> Sarah, what are you drinking? I'm I I drank the first thing I found in the fridge. <laughs> what are you drinking, Christian? I'm uh, still drinking my pint of oss. Pint of ass. And, and I I was feeling inspired when we were listening to Kelly's voicemail, so I I I brought a bottle of of Ooh. bourbon. So this is Maker's Mark. Great Very nice. bourbon. In my opinion, Christian has a very extensive museum of whiskies in his basement but i do not have i know if there are any bourbon connoisseurs uh watching this or listening to it after the fact um i know that maker's mark is a very readily available uh, uh accepted but easily found and relatively cheap uh bourbon but it's good and it's the only bourbon i have i have mostly scotches and, and irish whiskey so there you go. If you want a tip, folks, Christian is accepting tips in bottles of bourbon to his address. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, I'm Sarah- only joking. P.O. Box 642, <laughs> Oslo, County, Norway. Sarah is writing product placement. I don't know if she's referring to me or you or both, but <laughs> yes. We do We do a lot of that. Like Monster we do energy. We an awful lot of product placement. Monster energy, all of the energy, none of the calories. But anyway, as I was saying, no, we do not have any sponsors on this show, folks, and we welcome them. <laughs> we do welcome them, I have to say. Like, if ever there's a reason to get any sponsors on the show, like, we, we're not we're not men for product placement at all, but... <laughs> Barry's tea. I thought you were more of a Lions guy. Yeah, but you see... You have to take what you can get when you're where I am at the moment. 
<laughs> everyone josh had a bit of a i don't know if he if he wants me saying this but uh this morning he sent me a couple of snapchats uh videos and he was <laughs> he was out there i sent a video of me uh walking down a sunny oslo road in the morning you're entering dangerous <laughs> territory here but keep going can i are you this, sure this, this could are get you messy sure? i don't know i don't i don't know uh and and he's bear in mind folks i was yeah, joking he, he was joking was but joking. uh he he sat there uh on uh, a cat in a cafe with a coffee and he filmed himself saying oh that looks awfully nice uh but i'm here in in ireland in the rain uh drinking a coffee uh the fact of the matter is that josh is in the north he's in county down yeah I am. I'm in Ross Trevor County down, which at the is moment. in and it's a beautiful place in Northern Ireland. Absolutely gorgeous. Technically, the the UK, um, and then depending who well, you're talking to, technically the UK, but but rightfully so. You said it's it's still Ireland. It's on the island of Ireland. Mm-hmm. Like regardless of whether it's the Republic of Ireland or the United Kingdom, it's still Ireland. Uh, but then. Then later you went down to the to, to the <laughs> harbour and you sent me <laughs> as an answer to to all of my sunny videos. You sent me a Snapchat of um of a lock, uh, and the other side, and you said, "Well, over there, there's a town called this and this, and that's in Ireland, and here we are in Ross Trevor, <laughs> and this is England." It was it was actually Warren Point at the time. <laughs> this is England, Jesus Ireland, Christ. England. I'll be killed, Ireland, Christian. England. <laughs> You'll be getting me shot. Actually, what I said, what I said was EU, something else. Uh, yeah. Okay. You you might have said both, but I know where your heart is. I know how you feel. <laughs> Paddy Patrick just sent us a message. Okay. And you're going to like this yeah. one. Doing a bit of research for you here, boys, and the Irish Rover song "The Three Jolly Rogues" has many references to mead. What? You're welcome. That is amazing. Thank you, Paddy Patrick. Do you know Paddy Patrick? You're getting us excited now. Paddy Patrick actually sent us a correspondence over the last few okay. weeks too. Um, I'm trying to remember. Oh yeah, she suggested someone as a guest actually. We got a suggestion of a guest, and I won't mention the guest now, but I am going to get him on, because he is a friend of mine, and we will do that, Paddy. Thanks for the email, and I'm w- not Wasn't sure that Paddy Key? I don't think... No, oh, okay. that was Paddy okay. Patrick. Okay, very nice. I... I think I think that might be the same person, if oh, I'm not mistaken. Right. Okay, yeah. Pad- Paddy over in New Zealand there. Fantastic. Yeah, thanks for the help, and we're delighted to get info on a song about Mead. Christian, you may take note I... of that, actually. The three jolly the rogues. Three jolly rogues. But my question is, Josh, since we've already committed, are we still going to write that song? <laughs> I think we might have to. It yeah. doesn't have to be a masterpiece. It doesn't have to be our most, our, like, like our the artistic outlet of our lives. It can just be mm-hmm. something fun for the podcast. Few verses. Yeah, Mead. Vikings. County Clare. Lachlan. <laughs> It's it's gonna be good. Yeah. The reason the reason we have such an interest in Mead folks in terms of the <laughs> podcast is that myself and Christian's original the first time we met and our friendship kind of stemmed around a bottle of Bunratty Mead, if I'm not mistaken. Well the first time we met was in Norway and the Mead experience hadn't happened yet, but 
when we finally did the tour in East Clare and we went around to Bunratty during that time, we got a hold of a few bottles of Bunratty mead and we brought them back to the hostel in Fecal. Yeah. And they were devoured by not only us, but several others as well. And my bottle, while I was gone for 10 minutes, disappeared. <laughs> and I found out recently that it was one of our friends, one of our Irish friends that had actually drank it. But when I came back and I caught him drinking the last shot of it, I said, what the fuck are you doing drinking all my mead? And he put it down and said, it was the Norwegians. It was the- <laughs> that-, <laughs> that was a standing joke of, of that whole trip or... It it happened several times, not only from our group, but we had, um, well, as the story goes, we, we, we stayed in Fecal in, in County Clare for the Fecal Festival and the group that we were with, which was both the East Clare Young Musicians and Badum Spelmanslag, a group of Norwegian musicians with friends, me being only one of the friends, uh, but they had rented out or they had rented the whole, like, Lucknan's hostel in in Fecal had, like, a separate house and they had rented the whole house and that had a living room and there were was some serious partying going on down there. And I, I believe this might be the same night uh, that we had the mead party and all of the Norwegians went to see Martin Hayes and Dennis Cahill in uh, St. Mary's Church uh, in Fecal. Yeah. And we came back... Uh, and we walked in the door and there was like an absolute shindig mm-hmm. going on like the party was raging and we hadn't mm-hmm. only like just taken our coats off as uh, some other people that had also been to the concert walked across uh, outside the window and walked down the road uh, mm-hmm. and we could just and all the blinds were down uh, but we could just hear them uh, reacting to the noise like whistles playing guitars raging and they were like oh Jesus fucking Norwegians <laughs> the locals giving out and it was actually the Irish lads playing the tunes it was oh fucking brilliant I think I have a visitor hello hello there how are you very good what's the story come come over here come over here you can join the party. This is Pierce McGuinness, everybody. This is my good friend Hello. from going, County Down. How's going, Pierce? I'm gonna get him. A, I'm gonna get him a set of headphones here, and he's gonna tell us about his top three drinking songs. <laughs> he's not. He's not prepared. How's going, Pierce? Excellent, Christy. I'm so, how everyone, Pierce is turning thirty tomorrow. Am I? That's right. Well. First of all, congratulations. Happy birthday. How do you how how do you does it feel to be on the last few the last few hours of twenty nine of the twenties? It's a little scary leaving the twenty bracket because you realise that you're actually getting <laughs> I think every age that you turn twenty something you get a little bit uh ah sure that's okay, I'm still twenty. Something. Yeah. But when you hit 30, you realize, oh, no, actually, no, no, I am. I have to wise up. <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone, uh, Pierce is uh, a fantastic guitarist, singer. Um, 
played uh, all around uh, Dublin, but you're from Ross Trevor, where you are right now. Uh, and you also, you, yeah. you just moved home from, from Canada for a while during COVID. Yeah, I, that's interesting. I went to Winnipeg on the 14th of February, 2020. Jesus. And I had three weeks of normality and then the whole country shut down. So I like literally moved myself to a new country and everybody locked themselves in the house. <laughs> How long did you stay in Canada after lockdown? I was there for 10 months. I came back on th- the 3rd of December. Jesus. And I was never so happy to see a mountain or a sea in my life. That's insane. Because if you think of Winnipeg, Manitoba, it's all plains, it's all yeah. flat. So like even just seeing a mountain was it's all these things that you take for granted that you always have there, you know, until it's taken away for 10 months and you go, oh yeah. There <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but Pierce, we're, we're here, we're talking about drinking songs. Uh, we're, we're drinking, uh, I believe you are straight from the pub yourself. No, Pierce oh, was at home. Oh, you were at the home. So you... The other lads oh, okay. are gone to the pub. I had to restock yeah, the pub. Okay, yeah, very good. <laughs> Pierce is stocking the shelves inside. Yeah. But can you get... Pierce is turning 30 well, tomorrow, we're, we're, everybody. We're through it all. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. No, no go on, go on, go on. No, that's all. That's all. Kelly says happy birthday, Pierce. Uh, ah. so to, Thank you. Just to give you one nugget of information, at Pierce's 30th tomorrow, there will be a keg of Guinness which is mm-hmm. it's not a keg of brandy but it'll do the same job which is like I be- <laughs> yeah. I I wish I could be there but Pierce it is actually parked out on the patio now <laughs> set up ready to go oh my god Christian's had- blushing again Kelly take a sip <laughs> we had to sample it this morning <laughs> to make sure we had to do the quality control Go figure it. Yeah. Of course he did. <laughs> but give us yeah, to make sure it's all right. <laughs> give us your your top three or top one or top two or just any drinking songs that you you like. And you can define drinking so- songs uh yourself, to be honest. Like you can you can go songs that you like to play when you're drunk or for drunk people or songs about drinking or about drinks, whatever you think. The one that comes to mind, I can't really pull three out of the hat right now, but there is one that comes to mind that I love playing whenever we're having a bit of a session and it's a bit later on in the evening. What's the name of it? Sally Brown. Sally Brown. Sally Brown. A good old sea shanty. The Finns sang it on our sea shanty episode, actually, if you want to check that out. Great plug. Good old song. Go back and listen to it. And uh, yeah, if, if you ever have the chance to to go to Ireland and Pierce is actually around in the country and playing definitely go 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 mm-hmm. check him out and ask him to play Sally Brown absolutely I first met this man while on the points naturally <laughs> in O'Donoghue's bar in Dublin which is actually the homestead of the Dubliners and the Furies and many many other great bands and uh, I met him about 10 years ago knocking about down there playing sessions and tunes yeah. And he is a fantastic folk singer in his own right. It is a funny one, though. But Mick Martin was chatting yesterday about the first time that I met him. 
And he said, all the lads were in O'Donoghue's playing all the boring stuff, the standard <laughs> traddy sort of barry kind of stuff. And I rocked in and I played... Uh, Doobie Brothers. Doobie Brothers. <laughs> which totally, like, through the entire session, out of out of whack altogether. <laughs> Pierce is the man that's able to rock up a trad session and turn any song into a folk song. That is absolutely brilliant. Yeah. O'Donoghue's is a is a great um, thing to talk about, actually, when we're talking about drinking songs. Because O'Donoghue's is such a landmark in, in Dublin yeah. when it comes to music. It's where the Dubliners were formed, which is, like we've talked about many a times, one of the the OGs in exporting Irish music uh, from Ireland uh, together with the Clancy Brothers um, and uh, the likes of Andy Irvine, which is one of the OGs in creating the new wave of Irish uh, traditional music in or folk music in in the 70s together with the Planksties Mm -hmm. and a few other bands. He has a song called O'Donoghue. So it's like so many of the greats have have free a world of music friends and booze opened up before me I never could have guessed when I walked through the door just what the future had in store a crossroads for my life I found lying there before me absolutely amazing so much story in the walls like history in the walls so if you're ever in Ireland this is a question that I'm sure that you get all the time uh, and that even I have gotten from from friends in Norway like where do you go to find real Irish music if you're in Dublin like it's easy to say mm-hmm. go go outside of Dublin go to go to Clare or go to Galway or uh, go somewhere yeah. else but if you're in Dublin and you're there for a few days uh, and you don't really have the time to to leave the city uh, but you want to experience uh, real Irish music like a really really good place to go is O'Donoghue's because the people there mm-hmm. are playing mostly for themselves not absolutely yeah, yeah. my yeah in my in my experience there's depending what you want there's two places if you want your Dubliners classics your Furies you want your singing sessions now there is amazing tunes there as well and everyone plays really well and they are playing to themselves like you said Donoghue's is the place to go if you're into songs and into having the crack and all of that if you want to hear the really really pure stuff like the the pure drop tunes fiddles playing in E minor reels and baiting them out you're probably going to want to go to the cobblestone as well absolutely those are kind of sorry those are kind of your two spots here's an interesting one have you ever gone to Kelly's Cellars in Belfast that is where you will get extremely brilliant traditional Irish music it's kind of I guess Belfast is only coming along as a tourism sort of spot now I guess with the history and that sort of thing Um, but it always had um It never commercialized things too much. So it still has those bars where they go religiously on a Tuesday or a Wednesday night to play like real good tunes and so on. Um, maybe the Doobie Brothers and so on probably would be frowned upon around there. <laughs> that, that's the kind of real purest traditional music spot. You yeah, know? it's not the... It's There are a few places around where you don't... You don't um, 
you don't elbow your way up to the musicians and ask them to play whiskey in the yeah. jar if you do that you, <laughs> you will certainly you'll be shot <laughs> yeah but more to more to your point about how do you find out how do you get this character of irish typical irish lifestyle and music and it's not one thing like we have the gaa we have the dancing we have uh handball we have music uh, and it all has a common theme of a togetherness about it mm-hmm. but it takes a you can't like arrive into somewhere and say where do i get an example of typical irish culture it you kind of learn it slowly over each time that you partake in this sort of cultural gathering that they do you know and it could be as simple as playing a game of football could be simple as going to an Irish language class or going down to the pub and actually chatting with people. Absolutely. Yeah. It's all part of the identity, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Now that's that's a that's a good point. Um that's a really good point. Uh, if if you're in if you're in Dublin and you you want to experience like it Obviously, many people that travel to Ireland don't have the time to 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 really like to really jump in with both feet and just be there for for a while and and do all of that. But but you can you can look for other things as well. Like if the if the hurling is on or if the um, if the if the Gaelic football is on, and you can eat, like go to a game, or you can even probably find a local game. Like even if it's not. Uh, an an all an all Ireland game. You can probably like there are so many facets to to the culture, mm-hmm. and there are specials hiding in there as well in terms of sporting songs. There's another episode hiding there Absolutely. somewhere. Christian has a few good oh, ones. I I can I can say right now that we will have a blast doing Ball Teddy Quill, a great song about a <laughs> hurler called called Teddy Quill uh, and th- th- it's only three verses it's it doesn't give too many details but he it paints a picture of this hurler as an amazing uh, yeah we'll have to get like a proper a proper <laughs> hurler uh, to, to yeah. come on uh, the show and, and talk actually, a yeah. bit about hurling and about GAA Gaelic Athletic Association uh, and uh, and the history behind that like it's so so many things like I'm I'm going completely I, I'm going to unravel <laughs> he's it he's getting excited <laughs> take a drink Kelly <laughs> but it's insane like oh. just think think for uh, people even used like back in the early 1900s like a lot of people during um, during the, um, the civil war they they didn't have uh, they didn't have guns so they would they would do drill <laughs> rehearsals and and work on marching and all of that using a hurley as their like mm-hmm. how insane isn't that yeah <laughs> yeah we'll save it for we'll save it for the sporting special <laughs> have you ever heard of that beer that christian's drinking what is this beers? he's drinking a pint of what's it called christian you pronounce it because you'll get angry if i pronounce it Oss. a pint of ass <laughs> I wasn't going to pronounce that or attempt it because I'd probably make a fool of myself. <laughs> um, the guys in the comments there, Kelly is wondering again where she should contact us with her long list of suggestions for guests. And uh, 
as we said already, Kelly, if you contact us anywhere, we will see it. We're we're sometimes as we as I'm sure you've noticed, we are the worst procrastinators in the world. And sometimes we're a little bit slow to answer, but we do get all of your messages, I promise folks. And we will answer you eventually. But if you send that to Toralura Podcast at gmail dot com, we will take note of it. And I know you've been suggesting a member of the band Shaolin, which is a fantastic band that does a lot of Irish language versions of modern songs and they would really be worth talking to too. They focus on the Irish language a lot and thanks for that suggestion, Kelly, and we will take note of it. I need to start sending out some emails to potential guests. Absolutely. We've we've been on to lift the curtain a little bit, um we've been on sort of a, a backlog of things that we've already recorded for the past few weeks because i'm in the middle of uh, renovating an apartment uh today i spend hours and hours of using uh twings to get out uh old screws that w- where the heads were uh were broken so you couldn't actually use a screwdriver or a so look at you probably can't see this but i have like the worst water what blisters. blisters i've got blisters on me fingers i have blisters on me blisters we'll make a joiner of you yet christy don't worry <laughs> so it is what it is but uh that means that we've we've done a few episodes now recently that we had already recorded um a few weeks ago mm-hmm. so <clears throat> that's why we don't always um always bring your emails directly to the housekeeping <laughs> Kelly just asked if I'm sitting on Pierce's lap. <laughs> of course no. he is. I'm I'm not Kelly. Look we've got a, we've got a nice little piano they're, stool. They're here, keeping uh, their strict us. one meter their COVID distance. <laughs> yeah. Social distancing and all that. Uh but yeah, so <laughs> Will I talk with this on? <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. Uh, that's why sometimes we don't bring your emails to the episode directly after you've sent it. But we're we're getting close to being back on on a sort of live uh, schedule where we actually record the episode being posted mm-hmm. the same week as we like with with a few exceptions. But we will get back to you. So the best places to to contact us is really every place that we have so our email touralurapodcast at gmail.com um our dm might not slide into <laughs> christian's dm you, you could or... go to instagram and send us a send us a dm and it works fine but it's <laughs> it's not as handy in terms of when you're on a desktop computer so facebook and mm-hmm. email is great um for for suggestions when it comes to like topics and guests and stuff but obviously just Mm -hmm. and we've just figured out thanks to kelly how to download audio voice messages on facebook too yeah that's true as well but we do accept voicemails but uh if you if you can um send them as an email not to to throw you under the bus, Kelly, because yeah. it was easy enough to get it down, but we had to edit it together. Uh, obviously, you probably didn't mean us to actually post it, so it's more our own our own fault. Uh, but it, it's always trying to be interesting. Yeah. Kelly thinks I'm giving Pierce a lap dance for his birthday, but that is just, Are you? that is just not the case. I don't think you'd want one, and I don't think I'd want to give one. So but sure yeah. It. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I can get I can get some young one down the town to do it for you if you mm. want. Voice No. We don't we don't no, condone that type of voicemails. Thing. Send them on. 
either on Facebook, but you can also use your record um, recording app on your phone and send us an email. Uh, and we mm-hmm. will feature it. If you send us an email or a voice message and you don't want us to give your name for any reason, um, make sure to make that very obvious and, and clear. Because mm-hmm. if not, we're just going to assume that anything you send to us you want to be uh, in the podcast <laughs> Inika mentioned the song that you were talking about what did you say it was where's your trousers Johnny, Johnny where's your trousers yeah I found I found the lyrics Inika is asking isn't it Donald where's your trousers and she put That's a link what, but yeah. I can't complete brain fart I, I was yeah Donald Donald where's your trousers I've just come down from the Isle of Skye I'm not very big and I'm awful shy and the lassies shout when I go bow by Donald, where's your trousers? Let the wind blow high, let the wind blow low Through the streets in my kilt I'll go All the lassies say, hello, Donald, where's your trousers? I'm just checking if there is any drink references here now uh, I think it's implied more than... <laughs> <laughs> oh, um... On that note, I'm going to see if I can go back in the timeline here a little bit and see some of our lovely viewers' top three songs. Yes, yes. Because they were hiding and now they've disappeared. And time is flying by. He knows a ton so about history and language. We need to get to that now. Yeah. Let's do it. Uh, here we go, here we go. For some reason, it's not letting me see everything. Whoops. You gonna sing for us, Christian? I was thinking if I know the songs, I might play them. And if, if if they're not under copyright. Are you gonna sing about Donald's trousers? I don't... Oh, how does that go? Just come down from, Just come down from the oil of sky How do I see all comments? See it's red hmm. Well, while you do that, Josh I'm I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna have um, a quick look here Because I found one of my playlists and I'm gonna check if I have a favorite well this isn't a drinking song uh in the sense of like whiskey in the jar and Finnegan's wake and stuff like it's not one you play uh pounding out the chords to a drunk audience Mm -hmm. but it is a song that is it's happy it's uh it's lively and it does mention drink it's probably my all-time favorite or one of my top 10 songs ever uh my heart's tonight in ireland with uh andy irvine it's it's a fantastic song and and there is a great verse uh about i i think it, th- that august in kilrush the rain was slashing down and a hay barn mm-hmm. out the, uh, and our hotel was a hay barn on the outskirts of town we were all sick and feverish and dolan had the flu but Johnny produced some whiskey and the sun came shining through. 
it's a brilliant line, that, isn't it? It's one of my favorite lyrics about drink. Yeah, to be honest, it, like that's it just tells you everything that you need to know. And yeah, because a good a good little dram can have that effect. Like it, it's not, it's not it's yeah. not necessarily about the um, the alcohol or or getting or getting <laughs> drunk. It's just about that heat and that that the social aspect of it i know this is the argument that many smokers use uh mm-hmm. for why they they still smoke is the social part of being a smoker or or smoking actively but yeah. doing that with with a with a glass of whiskey and sitting around with with your guitar and or yeah having a having a session that is just amazing so it describes it so well Johnny produced some whiskey and the sun came shining through I think Andy Irvine is one of the country's best lyricists in fairness absolutely all of his songs about real things and real memories O'Donoghue's the west coast of Clare um, the one you're talking about my heart is tonight in Ireland and they all, funnily enough, I think also involve drink. <laughs> <coughs> there's, there's a brilliant lyric in one of them, and it's just so simple, and yet it, he's telling a story, I suppose, and it just goes, In Milltown, there's a pub. It's there I sat down. <laughs> I love that. Like, I sat down. And a, the it's very yeah. straightforward. <laughs> We've mentioned many of uh, Andy Irvine's uh, now my heart's tonight in yeah. Ireland O'Donoghue's and, and, and that one and Andy Irvine Andy if you're out there we want to yeah, get you on the th- show that, that's where I'm you. going with this like we know that you're not <laughs> out there live right now but if anyone listening has like any inclination as to how we can get to Andy Irvine uh, give yeah. us a shout because Andy Irvine is one of our like absolute dreams of having on and he's coming out with a he's, brand new album yeah. just uh he certainly is it's it's a well it's it's a brand new album of an old yeah. recording and funnily enough it's andy irvine and it's lillebjorn nielsen one uh yeah. well he's probably norway's andy irvine they're good friends uh andy irvine has a song uh that you should absolutely check out what what's it called again josh the song about it's called oslo, oslo. It's a song about his trip to to Norway. It it goes something about, another song about drinking. By the way, I I'm go- going to have yeah. to yeah. Andy it Irvine Oslo lyrics. It's fantastic. Uh, I drove to Oslo in a, uh, on a winter's day. The snow was falling from the grey sky. I got lost and couldn't find my way. I pulled into a handy lay-by and taking out my brand new mobile phone I telephoned my old friend Lillebjörn I'll tell you what we drank a lot we drank a lot until it came (laughs) my time to leave oh and then the last verse is no not the last verse um, uh, one of the verses anyway well in the Dubliner we played a gig Though we were all... We've done that ourselves, Christian. Yeah. Though we were all a bit hungover, a man got up and tried to dance a jig. It looked more like a bossa nova. I had some beers and I began to flirt. Uh, and pretty soon I was on blonde alert. 
You're too late, you know, 30 years or so. She laughed and went home to her mummy. <laughs> oh my God, I'm getting Brilliant. excited. Have a drink. <laughs> yeah. We have an episode upcoming as well, folks, of a song that we got. Well, we didn't get it directly from him. I wish I had. But a song that I first heard from Andy Irvine called The Close Shave. And that involves some drink too and some interesting shenanigans that happen. We'll keep that one a secret. That's coming up very soon. But... um. Yeah, I I finally found a couple of a couple of people's favorite songs. I had to scroll quite a bit <laughs> in the comments to find them. Fergus Michael Patrick gave us number one, the Jug of Punch. Ooh, number two, good. the Wild Rover, and number three, the Vias Law Ebert Larga, which is a song I don't know. I'll have to check that nice. out. But yeah, the Jug of Punch, the Clancy Brothers, good song. Jim O'Loughlin has Nancy Whiskey and the Parting Glass. Great stuff. Uh, I think the parting glass is probably the best way to end end yeah. the session, and not in a negative way. It every yeah. it just seals it off oh. as yep, that was done oh. well. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Marty Mick is listening in Ballina Screen, South Derry. Thanks, Marty. Fergus again, juice of the barley. Juice of the barley. That's a that's juice a real Dubliner's oh, yeah. song. The juice of the barley for me. I'm just doing a bit of scrolling here, guys, because all the comments seem to have shuffled themselves around. Per Harbu Hogg says, I can't wait to have a Guinness or 10 while listening oh. to some real Irish music. In Oslo, it's last order at 10 p.m., yeah. so I have to wait. Sorry, I probably pronounced the name per, wrong. Per, you can per correct per me. He's a, he's a good friend of the Plastic Paddies, and he's a local at, okay. uh, or a regular at the Shamrock Pub. Uh, I don't think you've actually been okay. there, Josh. But we've talked about it many okay. a times. But it's uh, it's really close to where I live. It's it's a decent place, very nice pub, and we've played there many a time. And it's a great spot for for our it's it's our regular the day before the Saint Patrick's Day parade Saturday. This is the whole thing we've talked about before, Josh. Where the Saint Patrick's Day parade in Oslo is on the Saturday closest to Saint to actually St. Patrick's Day. So it's always on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. And the Friday before that Saturday, we always play a gig at the Shamrock. It's a great place. But yeah. I don't think I have been there. Is that that's clo- is it close to the water, am I right in saying uh, no. Is it down there? No. Okay. <laughs> My mistake. That was a very final no. No. Uh Kelly's top three. Whiskey you're the devil, whiskey in the jar. And Tullamore Jew. Do you think Kelly likes whiskey? She says, I might be a whiskey woman. (laughs) (laughs) Whiskey. Gerline. (laughs) Inika is there from the Netherlands. Hey, Inika. Hope you're keeping well. Yeah, Jim O'Loughlin. Remember I mentioned the drummer they had on their podcast, You're Not Listening, a music podcast. It was the drummer from Billy Joel's band that they had on recently and... It was a really interesting interview. That that's fantastic. That is very worth checking out. I'm absolutely gonna check that out. That that's fantastic. <laughs> Have you any drinking songs for us? No, but I could do a song. That's what I'm saying. Sing an old song. Hmm. I think Pierce might give us a song. I, I, I see. Can I fish out the weapon? I saw that Mick Martin. Mick Martin <laughs> says Pierce for a song. Is Mick down in the pub? Mick is Mick is availing of the facilities of the town at the and moment. And he's he's there watching our live from. <laughs> the pub must be very good crack altogether. <laughs> 
that's if you if you're in a pub during well it's technically not locked down in in the UK I guess or in Northern Ireland it, yeah it is and it isn't the uh, the indoor pubs actually opened on Monday yeah. for the first time so, so if you're in the pub like it, it opened on Monday and four days later you're in the pub and you're watching a Facebook live great on you Mick <laughs> Pierce has gone off Pierce can't play my guitar because Pierce plays a left handed oh, guitar right. so he's gonna he's gonna get a hold of it there he has something in mind. He's raring to go. Hup. What way are we going to... Uh, Sit down there. Are you going to operate with me or are we doing this as a solo job? Uh, do it as a solo job. Okay, great. I'll, pre- I'll pretend I'm not here. If I can get the headphones to work, that would be wonderful now. Aha, excellent. What would you like me to do? Anything a drinking song. A drinking song. Well, you were talking a lot about Andy Irvine. There is a song I do like doing by him. Oh, when I should face that daring fool 
March together to unfold in the gallant soldier. Great stuff. That's Pierce, Great everybody. Uh, and that is one of Pierce's party pieces. He does a lovely job on Mary oh, and the Soldier. Mary and the Soldier. It, one of, hands down, the best Irish folk trad albums of all time. Paul Brady and Andy Irvine. Just, it's on Spotify. It's probably on every <laughs> streaming. I'm, I'm getting excited. So, uh, Go listen to it. It's absolutely, hands down, one of the best albums in the genre. Yep. I had the pleasure... Actually, you were there too. We had the pleasure of seeing it live. Oh, yes. In Vicar Street in Dublin. We near enough saw Planksty that evening. Yeah. We may as well have. It was about as close as, as close to seeing Planksty live as we ever will. But yeah, it was... who Donald was there. Donald Lunny, Andy Irvine, Paul Brady. Um... Yeah, we didn't have Christy and we didn't have Liam. But, yeah. As close as we'll get. It is what it is. Yeah. Kelly said you're excited again. (laughs) (laughs) How many, how many people watching have, have we, Josh? I'm, I'm having. At this particular moment, we have six. Well, there are six dedicated people. It's been fluctuating. It's been up and down all night there. We've been doing well. And there's a lot of people commenting that I haven't engaged with before, which is a good sign. Very good. Very good. It's always good to see people on and chatting and having the crack with us. Um, Send in some votes as well, guys. I know we were asking for guest suggestions. We're also asking for song suggestions for episodes. Absolutely. So don't forget that. We have a request for Lanigan's Ball. We'll be doing that we in will. the near future, well, I, I think. I think we have two requests for Lanigan's Ball, actually. We actually we do. We have... Yeah. Um, yeah, we... Let's see. I, I think I actually have... Um, yeah, Paul O'Brien sent, sent us a, mm-hmm. a week or two ago. He he asks if there's any chance that we could uh, do yeah. Lanigan's Ball. Uh, it's a firm favourite of his. Katie Louise asked for it as Who? well. Katie Louise over in yeah. Wales asked for it so as well. W- 
I think she asked for it on behalf of Paul. Yeah. So they're all they're all getting on the bandwagon there, but we must do Lanny's yeah, Paul. It is a good song. We have to please a lot of drinking going on in that yeah. one too. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, no, it's a it's a good song. I'm gonna have to suggest another song to listen to actually. I haven't brought it up yet, but I've quoted it several times. A song called The Drink Song by a man called Mick Fitzgerald, who I spent a lot of time with over the years in O'Donoghue's bar. And sadly, he passed away five or six years ago. But he was a very, very prolific songwriter. And he had some gorgeous songs. But what was the great saying by McFitz? He used to say, fair play to and all belong to And talented <laughs> men. Gifted men. Gifted men. <laughs> but uh, Mick, God rest him, was also a very, very well-known actor in Dublin. And he really did have some fucking great songs. But one of his songs was The Drink Song. And it's been covered recently by a band called Alfie. And it's been doing quite well. And it goes, drink, drink, the country's on the brink. You know a man's time isn't long, sir. Um, I'm trying to think of the lyrics now. I had them up, but they seem to have disappeared. So let time pass, won't you fill my glass and give me a bit of Dublin in my song, sir. Won't you share a bit of Dublin in your song? But it's called The Drink Song. A great one to look up. I could just play it for you, but again, copyright rules and all of that. Poor old Mick. Yeah, but yeah, look up Alfie as well. They do a, they do a deadly job of it. Fake Ramik and Alana Thornborough and what's the banjo player's name in Alfie? Don't ask Five me. String banjo. Can he's the only one of them I haven't met actually. I don't, I'm not sure his name. They're nice guys though. Great musicians. The drink song. The country's on the brink. Or what was the. What was the one Christian that we used to sing by Lynch? Oh. Or what are they called? Lancum? Um Lancum. The song is called um, Cold Old Blow. Uh, fantastic song. Uh, cold Co- Old cold Fire. Fire. Jesus, Cold Blow. Cold, cold Old Fire. <laughs> Getting mixed up here. Yeah, Cold Old Fire. It's a fantastic song. Uh, and by a fantastic band. Uh, we... We always drink even when we're losing. Oh, what's oh, what's what's the? You used to sing that actually. We always. That's actually one of their original songs. We always drink even when we're losing. Mm. It's yeah, it's a great song. Now I I can't stop thinking about it. Because Dublin's something something Cold even when we're down and we're yeah. boozing. Cold old fire. There is. We always sing, obviously. We we, we always sing. sing even when we're losing, because Dublin Dublin's drone is hard enough, especially when you're down and you're boozing. We sing the old triangle, and then the Tommy Ryan, because all the world's a jail and we can't remember why. It's a fantastic song. Good song. I think that was based on the story of the recession in Ireland, was it? I Am I, I believe right I that? believe it was. I seem to remember many years ago now seeing uh, Lancome, well, then called Lynched, in in mm-hmm. a piece on like a TV piece, a TV, a news piece on RTE News, uh, standing outside the doll protesting something and playing playing songs and yeah. stuff. They are that kind of band, yeah. all right. I'd love to get one of them on as well. Like they're really absolutely people to talk they, to. Yeah. And uh, Rady, Rady Pete from that band has been voted Singer of the Year about three years in a row on RT Radio. And it's, yeah, it'd be really worth talking to them because they've got a whole new kind of 
postmodern view of the whole scene and everything that happens. I saw them live a few years ago when they brought out their second album in Tower Records. Were you no, with me? No, but I've seen them live okay, too so on on a a tour post that uh, release yeah. in Norway. Actually, I I saw them live in Norway. Oh, um, nice. But um, yeah. What's the one they did on Jules Holland? Father had a knife, mother had a fork, sister had the bottle, and brother had the cork. We got a cut from the knife, a jib from the fork, a sup from the bottle, and he's gone and lost the cork. <laughs> so the longer we go on, the merrier we do be. We do belong to a boozing family. Oh my God. Yeah, no, they're a great band. And I think that that's a good point. We've, we've talked about a few people now that are writing modern, new folk songs things that are adding mm-hmm. to the tradition and that's that's a, a great point for us that we're, we're not only talking about songs that are 50 100 200 300 years old we want to talk to all the people that are creating uh yeah. the trad and folk music of the future the things that are gonna be those songs to the next generations so, because mm-hmm. every song that we talk about started off life as one of those yeah. songs, in some shape, some or, shape form. or form, it might have been viral advertisements in in Cork <laughs> for cider, or it might yeah. have been um, f- Canon O'Neill writing a song about uh, the the great leaders of the nineteen sixteen rising after hearing. Uh, Hearing them being re- the names being read out in the first doll airing, or yeah. it might be Lancome telling a story of how they got drunk on a boat in Norway, which is something they did actually <laughs> tell on that gig. And I wish I remember that story, but just another reason to get them on and and retell that story how they got drunk on a boat in Norway. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Kelly is wondering are we going to cover Irish songs such as Oro Shedavahawalia and we 100% are and we're probably going to cover Norwegian songs too like the aim of this in the long run is to incorporate folk songs of every genre that we can that might be interesting like I would love to get guests on from the Norwegian folk scene too that we've come across over the years that might have some interesting things to add yep. and, uh, yeah but Oro Shedavahawalia we probably won't do it anytime soon because we covered 1916 Rising already and it was a very central song in that Rising but we will be covering some Irish songs like Fáinne Gallon Lay or O'Shea Vahawalia, all, all of that good stuff yeah there's a song that I just popped into my head that you did very well which one? I'm always drunk I'm seldom oh, been there. sober <laughs> have you? <laughs> we started off with it oh you did yeah. not yeah oh you still <laughs> 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 Oh. Well, yeah. good times. Oh, this has been delightful up until now. It has. And even though the format is a bit all over the place, I think that's allowed in a live. Yeah, I- and it's our first it's our first live that wasn't a podcast launch as well, so we're finding our feet here folks and as you can see we've got a constant flow of listeners kind of coming in and out there and we'd love to build that up. But as I'm sure you know, we have less of a following on social media than we do on the podcast itself on Spotify and Apple Music and all of that. So the more shares and likes and all of that good stuff that you can do for us, the better. And we will get out there on social media. That's the reason we do lives like this, so that people can actually follow the page on social media and realize that we exist aside from 
the streaming well, sites. Well, that and the fact that we really enjoy sitting there on screen drinking <laughs> pints. Yeah. And that we're procrastinators and it was a hell of a lot handier this week. <laughs> and and just to be frank with you, Josh, I, I don't see this thing being uploaded like tonight. I think it might be tomorrow morning. Yeah, I, I, I know what you mean. So I'm sorry, folks, if you want to listen back as soon as we're done. You're not going to find us on Spotify tonight. You'll have to restream it on on Facebook, which is entirely yeah, possible. But it's okay. The more the more drink you drink tonight, the the less you'll remember about this, and you'll be able to enjoy it all anew again tomorrow. Absolutely, fucking lutely. <laughs> Will you give us another song? Chris? Oh, do you have any any ideas? I'm I'm drawing a complete blank here. I was kind of drawing a blank as well because I didn't want to just do the typical ones like Whiskey in the Jar and the Wild Rover because you're going to hear them folks you're going to hear versions of them everywhere you go it's nice to be a little bit different sometimes give me give me Um, a second there's another great Irish song that I'd like to cover sorry for distracting you there Christian but um, there's a great Irish song called Prabsanol P-R-E-A-B-S-A-N-O-F-A-D-A-L and it means uh, leap into the drink and it's basically a story about how we're all going to be dead long enough so while we're alive we may as well drink up <laughs> but <laughs> very good Irish song we, we'll have to cover that in another episode at some point folks this is only drinking song special number one because there are a million things we could talk about and incorporate so as I said we've been finding our feet here yeah for sure I'd, I'm trying to think of something to do now uh <laughs> I think this is um, um, a public domain song, and it's a slow one, and it's not in the in the um, Temple Bar sort of. And we might even cut it out of the actual episode uh, when we release that. But let's see how it goes. I need to find the lyrics first, though. This is very much related um, to to Kega Brandy, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, at least lyric-wise, it feels that way. Um. First I came to Caledonia Got loading in number three I took up lodgings with Donald Norman He had a daughter, she made good tea And it was me and my brother Charlie Two bigger shavers you ne'er did see Were sparing seals in the month of April And starving slaves out on scattery I went 
went to Norman to buy some brochen, a cake of soap and a pound of tea. But Norman said that I could not have them till fish got plenty on Scattery. So I went o'er to the big harbour. I only went for to see the spring. I saw a maid from Belodry over. She looked to me like the Queen of May. I had pen from Pennsylvania And I had paper so snowy white And I had ink of the rosy morning A true love letter to you I'd write I put my head to the best ocean Far from land I once could be a Sailing over the deepest water A woman's love never bothered me I set my head to a cask of brandy and it's a dandy, I do declare For when I'm drinking, I'm sad and thinking How I could gain that young woman fair First I came to Caledonia And we got started on number three I took up lodgings with Donald Norman He had a daughter, she made good That is a song that I first heard from you actually But then discovered it in a recording by Chris Reaver With um, with the Alan Kelly uh, what's, it, what's it? The Alan Kelly Quartet or No it was one of Alan Kelly's solo, solo albums album, actually Alan Chris Kelly. sang it um, Socks in the Frying Pan do a gorgeous version of it on their second album yeah. as well Yeah Really really nice version And to give you to, to further that information I believe that I bought that 
Alan Kel- Kelly album in Custy's music shop in Ennis in 2011. <laughs> well, the first, the first notorious trip I believe so. I believe so. We got some lyrics here from Paddy Patrick for the song that she was telling us about, The Three Jolly Rogues, the Mead oh, song. Oh yeah, fantastic. Go on. And <laughs> I find it quite interesting because it... I, would, I don't know if I'd call it a mead song because there is not a single drink that isn't mentioned in these lyrics. <laughs> uh, Good enough. She said, I may have oversold the Three Jolly Rogues lyrics, but this is a bit of the chorus. Three Jolly Rogues come in the pub while on a summer's eve. We'll have a jar of mead, boys, before we take our leave. A jar of mead, a jug of punch, a tot of rum, a dram of scotch, a mug of ale, a half and of whiskey, a glass of wine, and a pint of Guinness before we take our leave. <laughs> Sounds like Paddy Losty. They're in for the night, so. Yeah, 45 pints. Oh, Jesus Absolutely. Christ. Yeah. <laughs> well, Josh, I don't know about you, yourself and Pierce, but I feel like we're, we're drawing close to, to I think an we end. Are. I think we are. And it's been an interesting one. It's it's been good. Yeah, spontaneous. I enjoyed it's myself, the and there'll be plenty of these. Like even more than podcasts, these are, well, they are podcasts, but they are two Ralura drinking sessions where we talk about drinking mm-hmm. songs and drink, and play songs. Yep, <laughs> that's what they are. Hundred percent. They are the way to go. What are we doing next week, Josh? Any any um, any sneaky previews for for the people that um, are live on right now? Have um, have we even decided? Are we are we doing the one that I've been working on, or are we doing the one that you've got in the bank? I think the one I've got in the bank is saved for the week after that. So either. Yeah. So we may we may need to do some re-recording. Re-recording is is definitely on. in the book. Yeah. Okay then. I'll I'll give you I'll give you a little taster, yeah. a little uh, a little preview. Um actually I'm just going to just to help me out here. I'm going to use my little friend Google. Oh, no. I accidentally opened Safari. No. <laughs> now folks, I'll let I'll let you yourselves have a guess and have a think at what song this may be, but I'm not going to give anything away. I'm just going to read some of these lyrics. So the story goes, anyway, this guy is coming out of working in the mines, and he's walking down the road in this mining town, and he meets a lovely girl with blonde hair, and I'll pick it up from there. She took me to a public house, and there we did imbibe, in whiskey and strong porter, and dreadful stuff besides. It's then she asked me up to bed, to which I did agree, as you do. But truth be told, I fell asleep before she'd earned her fee. Now, this is the first note here. She needed to earn a fee, so she wasn't exactly the most lovely girl you could find. But when I awoke next morning, no trousers could I find. Scattered all around me were women's clothes so fine. My jacket, shoes and gold had gone. And all that's left behind is a woman's dress, a yellow wig and a shaving kit, not mine. Why did she need a wig? Why did she need to shave? Then the truth it dawned on me in a blinding fit of rage. My pretty maid's a man, I cried. Be Jesus, thank God I fell asleep. I'd rather lose a bag of gold than wake up with that creep. (laughs) (laughs) 
it's another great Andy Irvine song another great Andy Irvine song and it's one we will be exploring next week so be sure to tune in and follow the show follow us everywhere what are what are them socials them Christian? socials are Turalura on Facebook you can find us at Turalura podcast on Instagram and you can send us emails at Turalura at gmail.com Turalura podcast Jesus Christ Turalura podcast at gmail.com two o's in Tura two o's in Lura exactly one o in podcast (laughs) exactly it and you can as always leave a review on Apple podcast um what did we find out Josh that you need to be on the mobile app yeah I think you need to be on a mobile or a tablet to be able well not a tablet but the Apple version of a tab- an iPad yeah. to be able to leave an actual review on Apple Podcasts but I've noted as well that you can actually leave a review on Podcatcher okay. great and Podcatcher carries those reviews to all the other sites and as well as that Facebook is now suggesting that you leave reviews so if you want to leave us a f- review on Facebook we won't say no. Those lovely, lovely stars look good on any yeah, page. Sure, it can't hurt. Whether it's one or ten. <laughs> thanks a million for tuning in, guys, and thanks to the diehard fans out there, the ones that are holding on through thick and thin. Kelly and Paddy and Joe O'Neill and who else is there? Sarah Ikoff and it's hard. It's hard to remember everyone. I know Sarah. Sarah Lockyer is there too. There's a few hiding out there. So thanks a million to all you guys for tuning in. As always, it's been a while. And uh, hopefully we'll get back on track in the next couple of weeks. We we sure will. And um, should we do a bit of a... Can you hear this? Oh, Christ. <laughs> can you hear it? <laughs> we can. Can I just say thanks to Pierce as well for coming yeah. on? Before you press play Thank you Pierce Thank you Pierce Great to have you It's always nice to have a new face on the show I was kind of surprised to walk in and Hello Josh are you there (laughs) It's very quiet in here And then I got up to the top of the stairs And I saw (laughs) Pierce is going There's (laughs) Why is there a makeshift recording studio in the kitchen I had left it It was 9 o'clock when I came in So I assumed you would have been finished it is what it is. We we ramble on yeah. and we have our technical difficulties, uh, but we do enjoy ourselves. We do our I, best. It's a pleasure to see you, Christian. Same to well. you. Put the note in. I'm missing you. I haven't seen you in uh, in person in quite a. It's been bit fucking of time. ages. <laughs> the sooner we can get on faking airplanes, yeah. the better. Yeah. Anyone out there wants to send us some. Flight tickets will gracefully accept them. And anyone that comes to either Ireland or Norway, well, specifically mm-hmm. the places that we are in those countries after this lockdown thing is over, mm-hmm. hit us up and we might share a point. 100%. And we'd love to bring the show on the road too, folks. We will gladly do a live podcast from anywhere you would want us to if you want to host us for a live podcast get in touch definitely <laughs> okay I don't think there's anything we can say but Tura Lura Tura Lura Lu guys Ihawa. <laughs>